0: another episode of the one podcast as always this is marlo joined by casey casey i hope you're a little better this week we've had time we've had some snow however
1: pretty good yeah some time um still still not looking forward to super Bowl. we'll talk about that more Uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to it, but not really. Uh, Had lots of snow down here. It sounds like where I am, we got uh, a lot more snow than you. I think I shoveled three times in the last 24 hours. I think we're good now. It sounds like it stopped, but a lot of snow and then a lot of playing outside. Uh, We built a uh, kind of, I don't know, a tunnel. So we built up a bunch of snow against our deck. And then we were able to slide down it, like on your butt. I guess landing could slide down on a a sled and then kind of dug a tunnel underneath. So that was really cool and a lot of fun. So we had that much that you could make your own sledding hill, essentially. (laughs) So a lot of snow. So very sore, very sore. Mercifully, we had some nice neighbors help us out on the the snowplow part of the driveway. Uh, So my back isn't totally destroyed, but I have a feeling it will be very tight tomorrow.
0: (laughs) How are you doing? Oh, I'll do it right. Yeah, I didn't get. It feels like I didn't get him as much as, as you did, but uh, enough to make it annoying. <laughs> so, hopefully, there's not more. Excuse me, left tonight. Yeah. Uh, but with that, yeah, we're in the thick of winter here. Uh, football is winding down. The Super Bowl is next week. The last football event of this season. Uh, but before we get to that, we have some basketball to talk about. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna ask you how your first non-football weekend went. Oh, it was terrible.
1: <laughs> I had no idea what to do. I had no clue. What that was, was like. that was the only good part about the snow was right. I had you know shoveling to do. I had uh, you know a kind of in the moment thing to play with the kids. You know, so it wasn't like like there was something in my face. I was like, hey, this
0: is what you should do now. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was here walking around aimlessly, like, oh, where does this hole that I have? <laughs> oh yeah, there's no football on. Um, yeah, I was trying to figure it out and just kind of eat my way through Sunday. There you go, there you go. Well, we we did it. We we yeah. ate and shoveled our way through Sunday,
1: and here we are. And as you mentioned, we're gonna talk some basketball. Start with the Badgers. Split week here, winning against Maryland uh, midweek, losing against Penn State yesterday. On Saturday uh, Let's start with uh, Maryland game Marlowe 61-55 victory uh, A revenge game I guess uh, We went to Maryland And one they came To the closer And one earlier In the season
0: uh, 61-55 What was your Big takeaway From this game? Um, big takeaway Good first half Let down Second half Foreshadowing um, but they still were able to, to to pull it off but they made it interesting right they were up I think, 16 at some point in the second half and, and uh, Maryland got it within three at one point yeah um, but yeah you were the like you said the revenge game um, it, it seemed like Wisconsin came out with that in mind and then Maryland much of the same bringing the much of the same as they were in the coal center bringing their own energy off the bench. Um, their bench, Bob, might get the award for best bench of the season so far. Because mm. every time I watch him, I will which is twice. hundred yeah. percent uh, <laughs> though. Two out of two. Yeah, two out of two. They are they are they are the most enthusiastic bench I've seen. Um, but yeah. With that said, I I I don't know. It always. Oh yeah, and they ended. I mean, ending the game. I think they went seven seven plus minutes without a field goal to end the game yep that it's you're not gonna win many more games by doing that,
1: yeah I think their last basket was at seven minutes seven oh five left, and then they didn't score again till the last minute when they made a couple free throws um so yeah, it was a long time without scoring baskets, and again, we see this it's another game where we have this long stretch uh luckily, in this game, our defense was able to figure it out <clears throat> and stop Maryland uh, from getting those easy. Putbacks, easy dunks that they got the first game. Um, so it, it definitely felt like deja vu when the second half started, and we were up 18 at half, and Maryland mounted their comeback. And uh, I, I just was shaking my head, going, "Here we go again uh, with this." But the defense did shore up, and we you know held Maryland to some pretty poultry shooting there at the at the end of the in the second half. Maryland had 18 dunks or layups in the first meeting. Um, but just seven uh, in the game, uh, the second game. So cut that down drastically, made them a jump-shooting team and really limited their, their opportunities there. Uh, F- Micah Potter was great in this game. He had 23 points. He was 8 of 12. And he was kind of brought the energy that kept Wisconsin energized in this game. It seemed like there were lots of spurts in this game where Wisconsin was getting going through the motions, but Micah Potter almost, I, I guess he felt like he pulled them out of the swoon that they had to start the second half with some uh aggressive plays and, and good shooting
0: yeah, and he can really bring that spark um when he i don't know if I don't want to say what he wants to, but you know i like i think we've, t- we've kind of talked about this all season it hasn't been that it hasn't been that constant, but when he's on he's on, and then when he's not he's kind of he's just not yeah, he has <laughs> shown in a game guy. he was on
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: it's not. I think you're right. When
1: he doesn't want to, but when he does well, it seems to bring everybody else around him up. Right, Um, and that's that's what happened in this game. And it just in this game, the defense intensity, the the assignments, the uh, communication, the backside help was just better than the Maryland game and, and what we saw against Penn State. So it was frustrating to see it work well in this game and then not work at Penn State. I'm already bleeding into into the Penn State, but I don't think there's much more. On Maryland, uh, yep. there it was one you you had to have, yep. and uh, the next one against Penn State was one you I still feel have. like you had to have. I mean, now the the next one against Penn State is an absolute must, but this was one you you need you want to get. You want to get this one against Penn State. We did not. We lost eighty one to seventy one. At the same time, it wasn't that close. But it also could have been much closer. So I don't know. Maybe it's reflective of of how the game went then. Uh, But this was kind of how we talked about the Maryland game not being the same story. This was the same story. When Wisconsin loses, their defense just kind of falls apart. Uh, Penn State, like in the Ohio State game, in the Maryland game, Penn State uh, never missed more than two shots in a row in the second half. Badgers never forced more than three consecutive empty possessions. Uh, Just... Again, poor defense allowing easy shots Now, towards the end of the game Penn State made some tough shots But that was when they were already up And already comfortable
0: Which the Badgers allowed them to
1: beat with poor defense
0: Yeah, it just seemed like from the get-go The Badger defense couldn't do What they needed to do to, to make life You know, even somewhat difficult for Penn State It was, they were able to get to their shots Credit to Penn State for making shots Some, You know, like I said, some of them were good But it was a it was a it was a constant oh it was a constant of just not being able to to make stops and that's you know if you don't it doesn't matter who you play right if you can't keep the other team from scoring from time to time you're not gonna win too many games um, I mean the score is 81 71 not indicative of a uh, of a Wisconsin s game right mm-hmm. That's, mm-hmm. that's higher scoring for for a Wisconsin game um, so, you know, it just goes to show, I think, you know, it, and it sucks because there was two, there's a good game from wall on the offensive side. Yep. Um, especially you know, in like, the first half. Uh, yeah, actually mostly in the first half, but you know, those are the things where I think we talked about that was that game where someone else was stepping up. Um, and we just needed, you know, we needed that effort on the, on the defensive side to, you know, get through it. And it's just like. I know it's it's the same Penn State. It's kind of an up and down team, and it's like I don't know when you watch these broadcasts and shout out Brian Butch. He's excited about every play, <laughs> um, but when they keep repeating that we have they haven't lost to Penn State in tw- since 2011, yeah, that god awful game in the Big Ten tournament, um, it just kind of stings a little more.
1: Yeah. It, it's similar to losing big games when you have these streaks. It's like you have them because you're winning and but it just hurts when they finally when they finally go away. Yeah. Uh you know, kinda like uh, I am trying it wasn't it wasn't in Indiana that had the streak. Yeah, it was Indiana, right? At home? Yeah, yeah, Indiana. they had that. one at the call center. We held on to that one, but you know, this one goes down. I mean winning thirteen games against a conference opponent, regardless of who they are is is pretty impressive. Um you mentioned big games from Wall and uh, from Wall on the offensive end. I, Reavers also uh, played really well. F- I yeah. mean, first game he's showed up to in a long time. Um, so hopefully that gets him back on track. Ford had a pretty nice game as well, uh, finishing with 15 points. And the frustrating thing was finally when all these other pieces step up, Trice nice. and Potter have a bad game. And it's yeah. just like we can't get it all working. It seems like it's very hard for us to get it all working in our – Everybody kind of on the – executing well at the same time. Uh, in, in this game, why – so why I kind of went, it could have been more because it felt like we kind of – Penn State missed some – they made some tough shots, but it felt like they could have kind of ran away with it a little bit more. They had uh, some turnovers at the end that when the game was out of hand that allowed us to get a couple more baskets than we probably should have. But it was within, I think, seven – And Trice missed a three-pointer that he's been making all year. Uh, We got it within six again, I think, and Trice missed a layup, and then he uh, lost the ball out of balance. It was just very uncharacteristic for Trice, who's been so good in these late-game moments throughout the season. Uh, And then in this game, he just wasn't. And Penn State is a team that's been so bad In late game moments, they showed, you know, as much as they showed that they were 0 13 on the season, they were showing all the close losses that they had. Uh, They pissed away. uh, The one I watched was the Ohio State game. They pissed that away. They should have won that one easily. Um, So it it just was like a a flip of what has been happening all year. Wisconsin has been good down the final stretch, predominantly because of Trice, uh, and Penn State's been bad. And the opposite happened in this game.
0: So. Yeah, it's the only thing that kept me watching. Right towards the end. Yeah, like, in my heart's a heart, I'm like, this. They shouldn't be win. They're not going to win this game because so they shouldn't. One. Right. And then, but those two things put together, I was like, all right. Well, when is Penske going to collapse, and when are we going to start playing? And yeah. obviously, that never happened.
1: Yeah, it just felt like if if you know one of the one of those three things that Trice didn't execute on this game happened, maybe there's a chance. If two of them happen, I think there's a good chance. And, and he went over three in that, which was which was disappointing uh, on that. Um, yeah, silver linings, uh, Reaver's wall. Uh, I guess as we look ahead to next week, anything else? I guess before we start to look ahead, because we'll talk. We play Penn State next because our game. I think this was the one that was rescheduled, right? Ye- I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so that was rescheduled to Saturday. We play Penn State again Tuesday, which is very weird. This it, it, all—I don't even know if this has ever happened, but I'm going to say almost never, just in case it has. Where you play a conference opponent back to back, you know. And I, I guess I look at this Penn State game, and I, I don't know. I just kind of want to throw it out the window. I mean, we I'm had watching. twelve. We had twelve turnovers. They had six. Uh, they shot thirty-three percent from three. We shot twenty-five. They shot twenty-five throws. I guess a lot of that is, you know, when they were ahead and we were fouling. We shot eight. I don't feel like all of those things are happening again at the Kohl Center. And if I felt like they needed all of those things to happen to win this game, or am yeah. I giving Wisconsin too much credit and Penn State not enough?
0: Um, no, no I wouldn't say that. I, I think Penn State had a really good game, and Wisconsin did not. Right? This was. This wasn't a level a water a water finding its level game, right? Yeah, and I think that's I'm you know hopeful that that's what's going to happen on Tuesday, as you know as things shake out. I mean, talk about a need to win game. Uh, you know, we got one, one, one for one and one this week, but overall we've lost two of the last three. Yep, you can't go down the stretch. You can't can't drop another one, especially with that Illinois. They're they're pretty hot right now. They've had a couple of good games. Yeah, and um, they're going to be a tough opponent, no matter, you know, no matter what, with their big in, in the middle there. So yeah. this Penn State one is, they it, it's like you want to throw that last game out the window, but I I, I got to hold on to it for a second before I throw because I can't because if this game goes around, then that's it just it becomes a snowball.
1: Yeah, it, it, for sure. Then that's why you know we're talking about it being a must win, you know, because this the season which is uh, was promising is still fine, right? Yep. We're still. Yep. We're still hanging in there. We're sitting at fifth in the Big Ten, seven and four, uh, 13 and five overall. It's not. It's it's fine. It's not where we want. Not where we want to be. Not uh, probably when we went back to the beginning of the season. Probably where we expected to be, but too much smoke got blown up our butts. Right. <laughs> yep. Last got one. up to number six. Maybe that shouldn't have happened. Um, but if this falls apart, you know, it's a it's a tough schedule ahead. So these are you wanted to go three and zero here you need to go two and one, uh, in that Illinois game on the horizon is tough. Uh, Illinois uh, just uh, beats uh, Iowa in a really entertaining, really entertaining game. Um, what was that? Was that Thursday night? Friday night? I'm not sure. I can't remember. Uh, whatever. It was a really entertaining game. It's just two high scoring teams. Uh, Shooting, shooting lights out. It was uh, 80 75. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't feel good about the Iowa game, which makes the Penn State game even more important. So, great. Now I have to stress out about a Penn State game on <laughs> Tuesday night. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. So, that's next week for the Badgers. Yeah. Uh, have your, to go one and one.
0: Yeah. What's your thought here? We're rounding into February, right? February is yep. a big month going, we're getting to March, but. Where are we at? Where, where is this team at? I, I think you alluded to it. Like maybe we were a little too high on ourselves to begin the season. But I know. I, I, as I was watching, you know, I did this in the kind of the weakest moments during that Penn State game. And I was like, are we just a mediocre team? Is that just what we are? Or are we just kind of underachieving a little bit and we still have a gear to kick in? So I think we're a good but not great team. Um and
1: i yeah, but every game I talk myself into us that we should be uh you know uh, a great team but uh i don 't don 't think we 're there I think we can get there uh, I think what you saw this week is kind of emblematic of this team on the year if everything if all the cylinders were firing right, I think we can be a great team, but for whatever reason with this team, it seems like we 're we always have two of the you know, seven players that we need firing, two or three of them just misfiring, whether it's, you know, Aleem Ford, uh, you know, just settling for three-pointers instead of being aggressive, it's Nate Reavers not uh, having his head in the game, it's Trice having a weird off game, which uh, this is really the first weird off game I think Trice has had all season. So I guess that's where I kind of have in my back of my head, like, maybe there's hope that we can become a great team if we get it all together. But we're running out of time to get it all together. Um and you know, I just think I look at the schedule, it's it's five ranked teams. You got Illinois twice, you got Iowa twice, you got Michigan, um, and then you got uh Penn State, Nebraska, uh, Northwestern Purdue. Purdue's probably gonna be ranked here pretty soon if they keep playing the way that they're playing. Um if not if not this week. Uh so I, I just look ahead and I'm like, maybe five hundred? Hmm right the rest of the way so maybe 500 gets you to 12 and 12 and 9 in the big 10 you're probably sitting i don't know what sixth place fifth place it's just a tough big 10 this year it's really it's really hard to to go off of um but yeah i that's that's the way i'm looking at it and i'm i'm looking at that we finished probably ranked around 20 with that it feels about right right now (laughs) that's where i think we're at
0: right yeah we're that uh if they get it all together, team, watch out, watch out.
1: Yeah, and if we do, hey, you know, right. we we run through a couple of these. You know, we got home games against Michigan and Iowa. We win both of those, and maybe we're feeling great and talking about something different. But uh, right now, that that's I guess that's where my head at is. I'm I'm trying to be like, hey, maybe we're not a top ten team. We're probably not a top ten team. At least the way we're playing right now. Obviously, losing two of the last three. But we're not a bad team. Right, So we're we're somewhere in the middle Probably that I'd say 15 to 20 range Um, Although I think If all things fire We could be that top 10 team I don't know That's where I'm at That's the optimist in me Trying to be like No, still get hyped up for every game (laughs) Because maybe this will be the one (laughs) This will be the one But yeah, that's where we're at And you're there with me, right? That we're just
0: Yeah Uh, No, yeah, I guess I'm there with you I yeah, even the 14 rank at that point, obviously, <laughs> even before the game, it was like, ah, I didn't know we were right here. Um, yeah. seems a little high. I think in that 20th range is fine. Big 10 is going to get a lot of, um, for their strength of schedule, hopefully they'll help out in, you know, tournament seeding. But, you know, this I think this is a big stretch here. These next two weeks, obviously, like I said, going into February, it's, it's going to tell a lot. It's just a weird it's a really weird year cuz you take a step back and if you look outside the Big
1: 10 and go who are the good teams it's you know Gonzaga's really good Baylor's really good mm-hmm. and then you get outside of that and you're like who do I who do I really trust in all in all of this yeah. um, they even you know talk about how Duke sucks Yeah Duke sucks but well, they they just crushed Clemson but before that game they were like they were favored to not make the tournament like if you if you if you bet on it um, Their favorite not make the not make the tournament. Uh, Duke sucks. North Carolina's not ranked. Kansas has lost four or five in a row. Um, Kentucky's not going to make the tournament.
0: Yeah, it's Dude, this NIT this year's going to be the blue bloods of basketball. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be all the blue bloods finally back in the NIT. And the NIT is going <laughs> to
1: matter more. Yeah. It's, uh, it's going to switch. It's going to switch. But, yeah, so then you end up with teams like Michigan, who's you know paused for two weeks or whatever, Villanova. I mean, they're good. Texas is in the top five. That seems weird. Houston is ranked sixth. That seems weird. Alabama's a top ten team. It's just a weird year. So, like, I guess this is a long way of saying, like, I think we're that 15 to 20 team, even though we're probably going to be a 20-win team.
0: Interesting. All right. Well, we'll see. We shall see.
1: All right, yeah, cool. All right, other badger stuff. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. There was a, uh,
0: that was a. awesome transition.
1: Meander- meandering thought at the end there for me. So, uh, volleyball, another great weekend, Marla. It's just fun to turn on women's volleyball and just watch us beat the crap out of people. It's just been, <laughs> yeah. it's just been a fun two weekends. Uh, beat Illinois three zero three one. Actually dropped a set for the first time in like forever in Big Ten play. <clears throat> so that was I don't want to say disappointing. We won the first two, dropped the third one, the fourth. So uh, sweep of Illinois next week. We are against Rutgers, who's sitting at one and three. So I'm just I'm looking forward to another beatdown. I got I'm gonna have to get Big Ten Plus though to watch that one. So Oof. I don't know about I
0: don't know about that. Why is Big Ten Plus so expensive? I don't know. Even to just watch your team, yeah, right? It's, a, it's like it doesn't. I mean, I guess that's why because it's so exclusive. Like if you're if you're going down that route, you probably really want to watch your team. But yeah, just, stop. And
1: being it, like, and it's not like uh kind of like combo pricing, war, right? Like you can watch your team or you can kind of get like all of a sport. It's like, what if I want to do all of it? There's no like real. Way to, way to do it. I don't know. Big yeah,
0: network. Come on, Brittle. like what are you show, what are you showing right now? Stop it. <laughs> it. Stop yeah. it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Another another Illinois basketball classic. Great, fantastic. <laughs> Thanks. How many people are watching that? I don't even watch the Wisconsin ones too much. <laughs> <laughs> Can't imagine. Uh, whatever. Okay. Uh, all right. And then in hockey hockey news, Marlo, uh, a winning weekend for the men. They beat uh, Michigan State six zero four to one next week at minnesota the women had a bye and are also at minnesota so maybe it'll be riding the bus together probably not because of you know uh, it's the, the, the pandemic well, i was trying to uh, protocols there you go protocols, protocols. i couldn't, couldn't think of a word i kept thinking conditions and i was like that's not the right because the, right <laughs> the protocols will probably be will probably be separate but uh yeah, minnesota protocols. weekend for hockey so that should be that should be pretty fun Wait, how are they both playing at Minnesota? I don't know. Maybe they play different places. I I, looked, I double-checked. I double-checked. I was okay, like, that's, okay. just, that's, they must, yeah, that's That's weird. That's weird. Diff- actually, yeah, I'm gonna,
0: yeah, probably, because they're not. I'm going to check right now.
1: I'm checking right now. Okay. Where's hockey? There we yeah. go.
0: Mins. Yeah. Oh. Mins is
1: Minneapolis 5th and 6th. That's this weekend, yeah? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Does it say where it is? No.
0: Of course, not. Yeah.
1: Uh, And the women's. Great radio. Yeah. Fifth and sixth. Yeah. Minneapolis. All right,
0: man. They can cheer each other on. They got a lot of
1: ice. They just got a lot of ice in Minneapolis. A lot of ice up there. Not as much snow as us right now, though.
0: All right. Mm -hmm. All right. That's it for
1: Badgers Marlowe. Let's move on to the NFL. It is Super Bowl week now. Yeah. Get excited for the media circus.
0: Yeah. How are they doing that? You know, I don't know. Hold on.
1: I think I appreciate that the NFL gives us a week in between. Yeah. So that the teams, fans who lose in the championship games, <laughs> have that extra week to recover so they can talk themselves into watching the Super Bowl even though their team's not in. I really appreciate that, NFL. So I know that's why you do that. So thank you.
0: Thanks, Roger. Appreciate you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I, I assume they're not doing like Media Row or whatever. Uh God, if it's just a bunch of Zoom calls, it's going to be really
0: annoying to see clips of that all week. Yeah, uh, but that's probably what they got to do, right? Yeah, I that'd be my that'd be my assumption. Yeah, as of right now, that'd be my assumption. It's how they've been doing it all year, as far as media access. Uh, so I don't feel like that would all of a sudden change uh, for Super Bowl. So who knows? It's Florida. Yeah. Um, it is Florida. That's true. That's <laughs> true. Uh,
1: so. We talked about some storylines heading in. I honestly haven't even dialed in yet, Marlo. You're not licking any wounds. So, have you heard any non-Tom Brady, Patrick
0: Mahomes passing the torch storylines that are out there? No, I haven't. It hasn't. Been. It doesn't seem like to be a big storyline week. Um, I don't. You know, I don't understand why. But no, I haven't really. So that sucks. Let's make some. Well, yeah, too late to make some. We already made ours last week. <laughs> um, so we'll just yeah we'll stick with those you guys can check it out if you, if you, didn't, if, you didn't, if you didn't yeah there's not Yeah, it just
1: I guess Bruce Arians doesn't have a Super Bowl does he so like no. he he's, was on the Steelers staff maybe he has like a Super Bowl victory from when he was like OC like, on the Steelers maybe. or something back in the day um there's been storylines about speaking of the Steelers uh Leaving on Bell and Antonio Brown being in the Super Bowl and being like, take that, Steelers. <laughs> it's like, have you seen the last two years? <laughs> like, it was, it's not like if they were on this, they're not contributing to their teams.
0: <laughs> like, what? Why is that a storyline? That's a line? good take. That's a good take. Yeah, it's, take it's
1: bizarre. Stealing. They're like, uh, you know, Ben Roethlisberger shaking his head. And he's like, no, he's not. He was so glad to get rid of Antonio Brown. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You just can't throw the football down the field anymore. But, so how like, was it? Get-
0: Tom Beatty and Gronk did their their uh, annual. We made it to the Super Bowl video. Where we just watched. I saw a still
1: of that, and <laughs> I threw my computer outside.
0: <laughs>
1: it's Like Ron Swanson and Parks and Rec, I just yeah. <laughs> took it, threw it in the dumpster. Nope, nope, not deal with it. God, uh, I don't. I'm just yeah. Okay. Alright, let's go let's go through props. Yeah. Best thing about Super Bowl is props. Uh not that I bet them, but I like making prop sheets and and betting on them with my wife and then seeing who wins because it keeps both of us engaged in a, a game in which uh you know our team is is not in. So um start off the game right away, Marlo. Before the game coin toss. The easy one. I've seen it I've seen it That's even in some fails. places. Tails favored another, or, or yeah, favored to be landed. You win less money if you bet tails, because <laughs> mo- most people bet tails. So that's out there. That's a fun one. Get out of the way right away. Um, there's national anthem things. I don't know. Uh, I guess this is an end of the game one. End of the game one. Gatorade, Marlo. Which one you got here? Gatorade. Orange. Orange is favored. Then right. red. Clear or water. Is there a clear Gatorade?
0: I think so. I think like, the There's little, like little... that white one. Yeah. Is that the clear? I don't know. If they did that, would that be considered clear? Or are they just saying water is... Are they, are they just doubling down <laughs> on water? <laughs> They're just, they both mean water? Like they, it's just... Yeah. They want to make sure that if it's clear, it's just water.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Lime, green, or yellow. Okay.
0: That's a value play. You get three for one. Do you
1: get three for one there?
0: Lime green or yellow
1: Those Or are they three all Three
0: different ones okay. to me In my mind
1: Yeah Purple and then blue Is least like This not gonna be blue Get out of here 15 to 1 <laughs> <laughs> I feel like orange Is always the 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 most Uh Seen one Or the Right I guess that's why It's two to one But yeah. I don't know
0: I don't know I'm gonna go with red Cause they both have Red uniforms yeah, I'm gonna go with Lime green yellow I like that play There you go all right, I'm gonna perfect put it down after this. Put it down. <laughs> put it down. Seven to one.
1: <laughs> I think maybe you have to pick one.
0: No, I don't know. Is it? Well, I don't. Know. I don't know. I just copied this from a website. I'm not sure exactly God. how it works. So, if you have to pick one, I'll go with the yellow. But I'm taking. I'll take the value play if you get all, all three right. right if
1: you get all three of them, yeah. All right. What did I do? I said red. Okay, cool. All right for the badgers as well. All right, this one I like tomorrow. Romo predictions over under number of plays Tony Romo correctly predicts in advance. I just really like it because then I mean Tony Romo's doing the game that's awesome he's great but like if you bet on this or pay attention pick whatever you like are there for like listening for Tony Romo's calls and rooting for him either to get it correctly or wrong I just feel like that'd be such a fun way to watch the game (laughs) I don't really care about the outcome of the game but I want to hear what Tony Romo thinks is gonna happen and that's how I'm gonna watch the
0: game. I think that it, is, really this Tony, is this Tony? Tony's second Super Bowl? Did he do another Super Bowl, or is this his first? I think this is his first because because I feel like
1: isn't this only his like third, second, or third year doing it?
0: No, there's more. yeah, is no, it? no, it's maybe it's third year doing it, right?
1: Yeah, and it rotates, so it was on yeah. Fox last year or whatever, and yeah. NBC. So
0: no, it's just I don't know. Is it NBC? Doesn't get the Super Bowl? Does it? Sure, they do. Why not? I don't know. Don't they don't? <laughs> that was, CBS and Fox go back and forth. Am I wrong in this? Anyways, because I feel like this was a prop at one time, and then like Tony knew about it and didn't. Wasn't as predictive. He was more anecdotal afterwards, saying he was going to predict it.
1: Um, he called the 2019 Super Bowl. Yeah. So I think I feel like there would have been more jokes about that around now, like a storyline that it's Tony Romo's first Super Bowl. Right. Which exactly. probably happened in twenty nineteen.
0: Yeah. And yeah, I think I remember this, this 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 prop bet. so I don't know what it I don't know what it was if it was two and a half. So I feel like it was higher. But um but it went I know it went the under. Whatever it was, I know it went the under. Yeah. Um so it's that to have twenty second twenty second go to round. Maybe he's not as cautious about it. I think it's, I think this is over is going to hit it. Put it down. Book it. Nice. Boom. Over. I'm going to bet it over because I think it's just a fun way to,
1: to think <laughs> about it. Root, you're rooting for Tony Romo, uh, to guess it right. Uh, all right. Next one. This one's for you, Marlo, and the Bears fans. Uh, will, will either kick or hit the upright or crossbar on a missed field goal or extra point attempt?
0: That's good. That's good.
1: They have to miss it so they can't oh, hit it and it, it, go, it go in.
0: Oh, go in. Hmm. So it yes is
1: plus three twenty five. No is minus five fifty. So no is a is a heavy favorite.
0: Yeah, you might as well take the yes though at three twenty five. Why not? Sure, it's just money. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's just fun to root for. That's a hell of a way to watch the game. If (laughs) if I had like, I I would still put down a lot of money on that. Just like, how stressful would that be? That'd be so – that's so – Look, if Justin Tucker, it, who is the most accurate kicker of all time, can do it t-
1: two or three times in a game, what did he end up doing? Yeah. Granted, the wins were crazy that day, and it's probably not going to be that crazy in Tampa, but anybody can do it then, right? So right. might yeah. as well ride. I like Ride. It. That's a good one. For them to hit the upright and miss. That's my favorite. We might put that's that your favorite. In. Yeah. All right, next one. Will any player propose to his girlfriend on the field after the game? Oof. Yes, 450. No, minus 850.
0: On the field, after the So it has to be after... On, see, I need, these are the ones that you need parameters, right? Yeah, I, on the field, after the game. It has to be after a game. It can be any time of other game, as long as it's on the field. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's dumb. I don't want this to become a thing, so I'm going to just go no. I think uh, if
1: this was a college
0: game, mm-hmm. I think it'd be more likely. Yeah. Pat Mahomes is already... He's already engaged. Yeah. i right. What... Uh, I
1: don't be, Yeah, <laughs> Tom Brady's not married.
0: Uh, so <laughs> yeah, <Tom> there we <laughs> go.
1: That's all uh, other than that, I have no idea of anybody <laughs> else's relationship status. But uh I you gotta go no on that, right? But yeah, you gotta can, lay, a yeah. lot, lay a lot, lay a lot to get that. Yeah. Um, this next one I thought is a really fun one uh for another really crazy way to watch the game. And you know me. I really like and support referees. So
0: Yeah, you love I mean
1: Number probably. of Accepted penalties. <laughs> Over under ten point five accepted penalties ten point five um if they officiate the game they would officiate the n f c championship game this is going way fucking under, I'll tell you that uh I'm pretty sure it's different officiating crew uh when I put this down, I did not expect to have that thought, but i did as i was as I was just saying that. But what if, like, like, you're listening to Tony Romo, here you're like rooting for or against penalties. I think that would be such a weird way to watch the game, uh, a game in which you would normally be, be neutral. So I wanted to put
0: that one out there. Yeah, that's um, definitely a Casey bet. You, you got to ride that one. Yeah. I, <laughs> that was made for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm, I think it's got to go under 10.5. That seems that's like a lot. lot. It seems like, like a lot. A lot. It makes uh, me want
0: to like look at the past history. How many? Uh, w- I mean, it's the
1: Buccaneers. I think the Buccaneers are pretty penalized. At least they have been kind of in recent history. Uh, I don't know. I don't know much about the the Chiefs as far as their penalties go. Uh, but I remember when the Buccaneers only had two penalties against the Packers last weekend. I looked into it, and they I felt like they averaged quite a bit more. They're more than their fair share to get to ten and a half. So that might be a reason to take to take the over. Um, but it's the Super Bowl, and you kind of—I don't know—you kind of think that they'll kind of do a little bit of let them play, and also it's two good teams, so good teams are usually less penalized. But so I'm gonna go with the under and uh, just root against the referees and boo every time they throw a flag. So <laughs> that'll be that'll be fun. All right, let's get to uh, actual kind of game-related ones. Um, the spread is Kansas City minus three, over under fifty-six point five. Marlowe. I know what way I'm leaning. I'm leaning pretty heavily. It might be spiteful. It might not be. But what what are you thinking on, on the spread and over-under? Is
0: uh, Tampa Bay getting the three points for playing at home? Uh, probably not.
1: Probably not. I think um, it's just Kansas City by three. I They're definitely not getting three points if it's being factored in at all.
0: Yeah. Three points, Kansas City spread. I don't know. I think... Over-under, you know, obviously Kansas City's playing. That's going to be – that's that's definitely doable. Um, it probably – I'm hoping – this is one of my hopes. I always hope it's the highest-scoring Super Bowl. But with these two teams, obviously it's, it's definitely more more pause, pl- plausible Excuse me, plausible yeah. to be able to do that. The three-point spread, Kansas City, right? This is the tip of my head of which way I might be leaning. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I Uh-oh. Uh yeah, I mean that's a it's it's almost a coin it's not depending on where you're leaning, I think it's it's uh I mean I'll take I'll take K C on it. And, yeah uh, you know, I'm not too confident on it. Okay. Well I'm pretty confident on it. I think
1: Kansas City I'm I've convinced myself that Kansas City is inevitable. Yeah. And that <clears throat> given enough time, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reed are just gonna figure it out. They have too many weapons. They have too much uh, talent. Uh, and it's, it's kind of – it's. Uh, I don't know if they have – obviously they have more talent in some spots. Like Tyreek Hill is a top five wide receiver. Kelsey is a top two tight end. Like obviously they have that. But like the way in which they use the other pieces, like either those guys are more talented or they just find ways to highlight their talent or put them in places to succeed. And Andy Reid is so good at that. And Patrick Mahomes is so good. I just think eventually they're going to get there. Uh, and I don't. I guess in my again, in the back of my head, I just think the Packers are a better team than Tampa Bay, and I would not like the Packers' chances against Kansas City. <laughs> so I don't like Tampa Bay's. Therefore, uh, although Tampa Bay's defense is better than the Packers' defense, um, so if you know they have a better shot at stopping Mahomes, but I just it I've like I said, I've convinced myself it's inevitable. Inevitable. some... Riding with that uh, for Kansas City,
0: yeah, and that's what I'm riding. I think I'm going with um, Tampa Bay's defense, especially their defensive line, uh, is you know is pretty good. And if that is the if that, it's going to be who can get their quarterback off the spot. Obviously, if you get Mahomes off the spot, he still can make he still can make plays. But Mm -hmm. I do think that Tampa Bay's uh, defense uh, defensive line can keep him. Or at least put enough pre- pressure on and make them think. Um, maybe make it maybe make a few mistakes, but make the make the game more difficult and keep, you know, keep the scoring, the wild and crazy plays to a minimum. That is that is a good point. Uh, and Kansas City's offensive line is
1: banged up. Uh, I think they're missing both of their tackles. I know Fisher's out. Their left tackle. Uh, he had an Achilles injury. It looked very serious. Last. Week whatever it was, so maybe there's, uh, I guess if you're leaning, a reason to lean Tampa Bay, right? They have that defensive line, <clears throat> and uh, Kansas City's offensive line is is banged up and missing players. So I got a little bit more worried as you were saying that, but still not shaken, not shaken. Mm-hmm. Um, and f- so fifty six and a half, the score would need to be like so thirty and twenty seven. Thirty to twenty-seven gets over that. That's a high-scoring game.
0: That is a high-scoring game. But uh, I think it's plausible.
1: I think it's plausible. And if Kansas City wins, I think it's going to be high-scoring. So, if I'm writing that narrative, Uh, so with that, I like all the Kansas City player props overs. Uh, I'm all in on Kansas City. I just, I just think I'm. It's again. I think I'm coping. But um, Tyreek Kill yards over. I think they're just going to find him space. Uh, something the Packers weren't able to do with Devontae Adams, but I think that McKenzie's going to figure it out. I think uh, Kelsey's going to have a big game. Because although Tampa has good linebackers, I think <clears throat> they're, again, I just think Andy Reid's so good. His offense is so good <clears throat> Excuse at taking advantage of his players' strengths, and he'll kind of lean on that in this game. So I like I like Kansas City on everything, basically.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think you know if you had to, I don't, know, I don't know why I'm pull, I don't even know why my, my, I don't know if it's my head. It's saying go against, you know, going to be. I guess it's going against Tom Brady. I've done it before. Yeah. Every time I've done it, it, hasn't worked out, and then you know when I do go, it's so Kansas is gonna win because I'm going for Tom Brady. Um, ends up losing, so. That's you know that's keeping me from going all in. Obviously, like you pointed out, Kansas City's offense and the players around there, and they find a way is all there. But you know they've had their lows this season. I, I feel like if you like anything, you catch them at the right time, this might be it.
1: Yeah. So we're both picking Kansas City. No, I'm picking Tampa Bay. All right, I'm picking Kansas City. All right. Uh, other NFL news Matthew Stafford traded from the Detroit Lions To the LA Rams For What was it? A bunch of picks And Jared Goff yeah. um, First thought you had When you sure. saw this
0: uh, So I had a notification And you know obviously when The headline is Stafford for Goff um, yeah. And I was like oh before I read it I it was like all right, so it must have been golf plus a bunch of stuff, right? <laughs> D- I mean, not golf, it was the other way around. Stafford and things to get golf? Yeah. Okay. Um, and obviously that's not the case. But I get So then I was thinking, how did this happen? You know, you can go through minutia, contracts and whatnot. But I, I think it came down to is you know, they wanted Stafford the move. I-, I thought golf was entrenched in L.A.? Mm-hmm. But then, after thinking about it, I was like, "Well, I guess, um, I guess McVay was just tired of making golf look good, and yeah. he's just not that good of a quarterback. And if he was able to get something, an upgrade, uh, just from pure talent, that he could, you know, he, he would be able to do something, you know, better with that. So, I, I, I'm, I like this trade. I, I'm the fact that Detroit was able to make a creative trade. I don't know. I mean, they had." I don't know about their their you know the the long player good luck with garrett Garrett ja- Jared golf <laughs> yeah, good luck with that, but um you know the rams the rams got i think the rams got a good get yeah
1: um i- hundred percent agree i think steph i i think the Rams looked at this and said we can get a guy who's probably a top eight quarterback stats wise and yep. we'll see. You know that he's on a good team. Well, how that translates into winning, uh, which obviously wasn't happening with the Lions for Matthew Stafford. Um, and to move on from Jared Goff, who I think we kind of uh, we seen is good but limited. Yeah. And I think <clears throat> if McVeigh is the offensive genius he purports himself to be, and that people seem to think he is, uh, he wasn't ever going to hit an Andy Reid-level offense with Jared Goff. So I think the Rams were smart to move on, and they were I, I think they were lucky to be able to move on from his contract because I think he he just signed it, right? I'm trying to see it in this article. Um, but it's a, it's a very big contract for a guy who was not that great the past two seasons. Yeah. Um, and they, to, to I guess to move on from that contract, they get Stafford, who's an upgrade at quarterback. He's 32 years old, and I think while you can look at that and go, uh, "That's you know, you gave him a 26 year old to get a 32 year old." If you look around the league, 32 is pretty young comparative to you know Rodgers, Breeze obviously kind of a, a shell of himself, but Tom Brady going strong. Roethlisberger a little bit of a shell of himself this year, but. You know these are players who are thirty six to forty three years old. So you think if you get four or five years out of Stafford at a high level, that's worth what you would rather otherwise have with Golf. So I think it's a great move for the Rams. Um, I mean, I, I was just thinking back to the playoff game, and you know I know Golf had a, an injury um, that may or may not have been affecting him. But if those Rams with Stafford come in as opposed to Golf against the Packers, that's a it's a much tougher game. So I mean from that standpoint I think it stinks that why couldn't they trade him to the AFC? You know, get him out of the NFC. That would have been nice, but they get him out of division. Uh I think it's a great trade for the Rams. They gave up their twenty twenty two and 1st round picks. But presumably those are gonna be in the like twenties or something and all you get are backup quarterbacks then anyway. So Backup running backs. So who cares? <clears throat> Those aren't that important, at least <laughs> if you're uh, the Packers' front office. That's what you do. <sighs> They've now traded their uh, from 2017 to 23. The Rams have traded their first round pick.
0: Hmm.
1: So obviously, I'm, I'm trying. I don't remember what these other ones were, but the uh, 2020, 2021 to the Jaguars, that was for Ramsey. And then this would be 2022 and 2023 to the Lions. I'm surprised the Lions traded four. A quarterback instead of just burning it down and starting over. Yeah. Although I, I don't know because w- w- would you rather go with? I guess I don't remember who they were who they were picking, but like Justin Fields or Jared Goff. Would you rather roll the dice on Justin Fields or get? I think a relatively known quantity in, in Jared Goff, with that with his contract. I, th- I feel like I if I were a Lions fan, I would want to roll the dice.
0: I feel like if you're a Lions fan, you would. But I, I think if you look at it from that perspective, because they probably are going to be tearing it down. Um, if you break a young quarterback, it's hard to get him back, right? Like if those yeah. if those pieces aren't around, like if they're it's probably going to break down. Poor Jarrett. he's going to be exposed for the the <laughs> man that he is. But uh, yeah, no, I, I get you. I think there was a chance for them to grab picks. And have a, yeah. have a you know a quarterback in place that will probably you know I think what they hope expire at the at the right time, um, two to three years, as they start to you know kind of get hope well, try to get the back on the rails here.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't. Know. That makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. He's got a cap hit of about let's say average of twenty six million the next four years. Jared Goff does. Um, so, I mean, he made a lot of money off of a Super Bowl appearance. I wanted to go back, and I meant to do this, but look at – because if you're a Lions fan, right, you're selling your fans, and look, we have a quarterback who went to a Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, yeah, it works out really well, let me tell you. But, <laughs> here, here's one in Super Bowl. Uh, but I wanted to go back, so that's a great point, because I wanted to go back and be like, when has this happened where a young quarterback makes the Super Bowl and then never, never gets back, right? Dan Marino. Look how that career turned out. No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but um, obviously you would love for Jared Goff's turn Dan Marino. That was the first yeah. name that popped in my head because I know that happened for Dan Marino. Um, but I wanted to go back and be like, who kind of popped up, made a Super Bowl, and then we never never heard from him again? Um, but I, I but I didn't. So I you know, we'll get the, we'll get the stats, stats department the bar, on it, Marla. Yep. We'll get that on it. Uh, other NFL – so we both think Rams won the trade.
0: Yeah, Rev's definitely won the
1: trade. I feel like they have a different salary cap than everybody else. They just uh, pay everybody and I don't understand how it works.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right. They I don't know. Maybe they just use the the equity from their 20 billion dollar stadium. Um It's a really nice stadium. <laughs> it's super nice. I don't know if you've seen it on TV. Yeah, everyone that comes there raves about it.
1: They're all very excited to be there. Yeah. Um, maybe they use that. They leverage their stadium or something. Yeah. Like uh Maybe they just own a lot of uh, GameStop. Ooh. They use that.
0: They got in early on GMC. Look at that. Yeah, on AMC. Look
1: at that. Boom. They got, <laughs> got in early on AMC. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look at that. Mixing in some
1: financial current events in the box. That's what, <laughs> we're,
0: just, that's what we do here. That's what we do here. God. I think
1: we've ever mixed mixed in
0: financial current events. I don't uh, think so either. Current events. If, there a tie, t- if there was a tie to do it, the tie was now. Oh, just super salty. It didn't get in on that case super salty still salty
1: (laughs) i can't okay i'm gonna sound really old yeah i can't read reddit (laughs) i just can't do it there's something about the format like it just it just doesn't compute in my brain no and i I don't like reading it i've tried (laughs) i don't like it so that's why i missed out i missed out because i'm too old i'm too much of a boomer
0: to read Reddit, so I missed out on, you know, the the GameStop thing. Maybe maybe that maybe if someone's out there that's what they need to do is making app that translates Reddit into a readable form for boomers. Oh, for boomers? Yeah. Boom.
1: That's a great idea. Boom. Nobody do nobody steal that. <laughs> We're gonna get our we don't have a re- not the research department. We're gonna get our uh, innovation department on that yeah. one. Our innovation team. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna work on it and circle back. All right, yeah. fantastic. <sighs> okay, good. Then I'll be able to read Reddit and I'll be able to get the stop tips, stop <laughs> the stock tips before a, it's at uh, four hundred dollars a share or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely insane. All right, um, other NFL news: Packers shaking up their coaching staff a little bit. They let. Uh they are special teams coordinator. For some reason, special That's teams amazing. coordinator just sounds like I know it's offensive and defensive coordinator, right? Yeah. But like when it's special teams coordinator, it just sounds funny to me. Oh, I agreed. I have no idea why. Yeah. There are other coordinators, but special teams coordinator is like okay, funny, funny title guy. <laughs> um moved up from him and Mike Petton uh Defensive coordinator feels normal to say that um, he was not uh, brought back, so his contract also expired. So we'll have new uh, coordinators on the defense and special teams, which is exactly where we need new coordinators. So I completely agree with those those decisions. Um, our our special teams were a disaster all year, outside of Mason Mason Crosby. Our return games were awful. Um, so we, that needed to change, and Mike Petton, we had good uh, stats, I guess, right? We were like the ninth ranked defense statistically, or something. But it felt like throughout the game, any game, there were so many like bizarre calls or like personnel being wrong at key situations, and you saw that a lot in the Tampa Bay game. Um, whereas most of the time, he's hitting it right, he's making the right calls but then he just has these gaffes that you just, if you want to win, you can't have and he just, I felt like he had too many of them um that said, it's possible we bring in somebody who's worse, but I don't think you were winning a Super Bowl with him calling your defense, so um, especially just you know, don't let him score with five seconds left in the first half and maybe we're in a Super Bowl and you're not fired, so God, all right. Packers coaching changes. There we go. That's yeah. the NFL. Anything boy, else in the NFL,
0: Marlo? Your boy uh, Jimmy Leonard has been rumored for that defensive quarter. He's not he's not going to go with the Packers. You, we we spent half have a show talking about is Jimmy going to go and you convinced me that the only way he would go is for an NFL job.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I did say I did say that. Um, I don't want to talk about it. I I I don't know. I don't I don't know if that's a move you want to make if you're the Packers and as close to Super Bowl as I hope they think they are. I mean, they were a play away, right? Yep. So I don't know if you get a first-time defensive coordinator uh, to come up. I think Jimmy Leonard would be a great – I think he is a great defensive coordinator. I'm not saying anything against him, but it's a little bit more of a gamble than I might want the Packers to take it this time. All right. Although I think he's going to be great, so why wouldn't I want them to take the kid? But you know what I'm trying to say, though. Like,
0: Interesting. Interesting.
1: Like I don't want to bring in Dom Capers, like the freaking Lions did, <laughs> but some, somebody else. I don't know. I don't know who that is. I don't have an answer. But um, not Jimmy. Laird. Keep him at one, <laughs> please, God. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right. Anything else? NFL. I don't think so. That's I think it. that's it. I'm still Super shocked Bowl Stafford week. was traded. Super Bowl week. We'll have all the hard-hitting post-Super Bowl action. Next week, uh, but for now, <laughs> we'll get to everyone's favorite segment, what everyone's been waiting for: Casey's corner kick. Hard hitting, hard hitting uh, coverage. That's what we. That's what we bring. Um, all right,
1: starting off in an uncommon place in the Brazil second league. Uh, oh, shoot, I forgot how to say this. Chapacanek, Chepa Shoot, whatever. Let's just call them Chapa. They were... Um, I'm blanking on pronouncing this. I'm sorry. I've tried five times. Um, they were the team who uh, were in the plane crash, and most of their team died in a, pain, in a plane crash. Uh, they got relegated because they didn't have a team. They were in the Series B final. Um, the captain of the team and one of three players who survived a crash in 2016 that killed 71 players, won the game on a last-minute penalty for them to get promoted and win win the trophy. Amazing story. Uh, so I just want to start with that, and I butchered it by the story by uh, mispronouncing the name, so that was great. Um, in Back in the U.S., uh, the U.S. men's national team played today. They played uh, international friendly against Trinidad and Tobago, who Marla, as you recall, famously kept – the U.S. Oh, yeah. Men's National Team from qualifying for the World Cup in 2018, they beat the snot out of them seven to zero, which somehow made that law or that not win in 2018 even, feel even worse. And uh, yeah, so U.S. Men's National Team back, Marlow. They're back in the same way Texas is back after they beat yeah. um, I don't know Missouri or some crappy team. Uh, but there's going to be a lot of Men's National Team. Coming up uh, with uh, kind of all the competitions that kind of got pushed uh, because of uh, of everything being suspended from COVID, uh, and World Cup qualifying is beginning again, so we have all that to look forward to. Uh, across the pond in England, Liverpool finally got back to scoring. They went some like four yeah. hundred something minutes without scoring an in play goal. They scored three against Tottenham, three against West Ham, giving up one in each game. So they got all six points this week. Um, And really, just really needed it. The season was kind of sputtering. They were falling in the table. um, And with these results, they're back up. I think they're in fourth place at the time that we record. Um, Still not where they want to be, but with the loss of form and the loss of a lot of players to injury, Mane wasn't able to play today. Um, Back to where, back training in the right direction. So that's good. Next week's a big week. They got Brighton, middle of the week. And then the big one, Manchester City, who all of a sudden finds himself atop the Premier League. I think they've won their last 12 competitive matches, something like that. They're running hot. Uh, need a result in that game if you want to keep your title hopes alive for Liverpool. So that is on Sunday, I believe. Tune in that. And then a uh, friend of the podcast, Lionel Messi, signs a contract uh, four years, 555 million euros. Uh, and he's suing some newspaper because they got the contract somehow and, like, leaked all the details. Apparently there's only four copies of the contract that exist. Ooh. Somehow this newspaper got it, so Messi's suing the newspaper, so maybe he'll make even more money on this contract. Wait, you could
0: do that? Wait, why is he... I don't know. I just read it. he's suing them. I don't know. Okay. I don't know what... All right. Le- you, like, I, the ease of it. you imagine every, like... Player in the U.S. sued every time their contracts got out there.
1: But I think it was like the nuts and bolts of it that that got out, as mm. opposed to okay.
0: Because
1: like we know how much people make, but I think there's there's more in the contract that I think they wanted to keep private. I, I didn't. Yeah. Okay. We did So, so four continue. years, five hundred and fifty-five million euros, highest-paid athlete in the world. Well, bullshit. Well, Can I borrow ten dollars? It's like what is the. Let's do the euros to USD. What did I say? Five hundred fifty-five. Five fifty-five million. Six hundred seventy-three million U.S. dollars over four years. That, um,
0: that's silly. Well, congratulations, congratulations, yeah. Messi. Welcome on the pot anytime. Yeah, welcome on the pot anytime. I know it's been a it's been a tough road, but you it has been a tough. It, year, yeah. It's been tough. Uh, you know, now you got it. So. Anything else? Corner kick? That's it. Corner kick. That's it. Corner kick. Uh, we got our throw-ins. With that, we talk baseball. Yeah. Uh, these stupid Arizona
1: Cardinals <laughs> traded for um, Arenado from the Rockies. I don't totally understand the terms of the deal. Um, it's, uh, as Jeff Passan says, it uh, will be among the most complicated ever in baseball. Uh Arianado is going to waive his no-trade clause. Um, The Cardinals are paying the Rockies $50 million. There's deferrals of money. He's getting another year on his contract. He's getting an additional opt-out. He's getting his no-trade clause back. Uh, It's very complicated and confusing, but uh, he's going to be in the NL Central and on the Cardinals, and that sucks. (laughs) I realize that the the, uh, NL Central in the NFC North lineup very well in kind of like how I feel about other teams in the league. If you'll indulge me, Marlon, I'll explain it to you.
0: i have indulging. Go ahead.
1: Chicago teams, Cubs and Bears. Hate when my team's playing them. Don't really mind when they're playing other people. Okay. Vikings, Cardinals. Hate when my team's playing them. Hate when they're playing anybody else. Always want them to lose. (laughs)
0: Lions,
1: Pirates, Reds. When they're good, good for them. I'm just happy for them. Just happy for them. Don't beat my team, but you want to win
0: the other games, good for you. You go, guys. That's how I feel.
1: Right. very condescending for that last two.
0: Yeah, but. well, you know, thanks for taking us in the mind of Casey. It lines up so well. Yeah. It's no, amazing. I like it. It's amazing.
1: fucking hate the Cardinals. All right. All right, Next, last one. Okay, sorry. Uh <laughs> Uh, Frank Kamiski, I don't know if you knew this, Marlon, he's on the Phoenix Suns. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, on the 28th, so this tweet starts with last night. Uh, so on the 28th, he had a stat line of 12 points, 13 rebounds, and 8 assists in 24 minutes of playing basketball. Um, so this person was curious, so they looked it up, stats department, thank you, Uh if any player had ever had 12-plus points, 13-plus rebounds, and 8-plus assists in under 25 minutes, and nobody had. Oh. He's yeah. Hall of Famer. A man with no peers. <laughs> <laughs> 24 minutes or less.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Frank.
1: I, wa- I I actually watched that game, so at least some of this game, and when he was in there, and uh, he looked good out there. I was like, Frank, look at you. I
0: didn't realize he was...
1: You know, putting up these sort of absurd numbers, but yeah, Frank out there.
0: We got there with the stat line of the week under twenty-four minutes. I like it. Uh, better make it a thing. We don't
1: look up how to say this, this team's name.
0: That's all I have. <laughs> that's all you got. Yeah. All right. Well, if that's all, I'll throw in, Keith. That will that will do it for us. This will do it for us this week. Um, as always, guys, you can find us on Twitter at 132Breeze, myself at Marlo jr, Casey at ProfBadgerFan. Super Bowl week is here. We'll, yeah, we'll be here, I think, after the game? I don't know. We'll figure it out, Casey. We'll yeah, we'll figure, figure it out. out. We'll figure it out, but we will be back next week. That's it for me, Casey. You got any last words?
1: Chapaconse? That's how I'm going to
0: end with it. All right, yeah. that's not right. All right,
1: until next time, Phillip fans, I hope all your favorite teams win all the sports